It's time for your morning briefing of junior mining and mineral exploration news. You are tuned in to Mining Stock Daily. Reporting from the Clear Creek Digital Studios in Denver, Colorado, here's your host, Trevor Hall. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back into the Mining Stock Daily Morning Briefing. This is Trevor Hall, and today is Thursday, October 5th. It may sound like a broken record, but once again, gold rallied overnight last night, running from $1,832 per ounce to as high of $1,846 before getting slammed hard back down to $1,832 right after the COMEX paper gold market opened. It may be merely a moral victory at this point, but throughout the COMEX trading session yesterday, there were several attempts to pound the paper gold price below $1,830, but the yellow metal resisted. Gold settled the afternoon at 1836. Silver, interestingly, rose overnight, even though the London AM fix was as high as $21.56 per ounce when the COMEX began trading. 30 minutes after the silver pit opened, it was smashed on the cliff dive fashion to a low of $20.85 before bouncing to settle at $21.20. The Mining Stock Journal noted that both metals are now seen to be resilient to further downside pressure. Maybe the bottom is in. Maybe it's not, but the sell-offs in the prices of gold and silver are limited to the LBMA and COMEX trading hours. The mining stocks responded negatively to the downward price action in the metals during COMEX hours, with the GDX closing down 0.6%. That said, some of the riskiest small cap juniors were marginally higher on the day, possibly another good sign for the sector. And speaking of mining stocks, the Mining Stock Journal noted, that the equities are historically cheap relative to the price of gold. In today's issue of the journal, the editor will highlight some of the absurdly undervalued junior mining stocks on his shopping list, some of which he's already started to buy. We'll get to the miners and explorers here in just a moment, but first a quick word about today's sponsor. This episode of Mining Stock Daily is brought to you by Western Copper and Gold. Western Copper and Gold is focused on developing the world-class casino project in Canada's Yukon Territory. Casino consists of an impressive 11 billion pounds of copper and 21 million ounces of gold in an overall resource. Western Copper and Gold trades on the TSX and the NYSE American with WRN. Be sure to follow the company via their website at westerncopperandgold.com. And here's what you need to know this morning. Snowline Gold announced additional results from its ongoing drill program at the Valley Target on its rogue project in Canada's Yukon Territory. All four holes drilled into the various parts of the Valley system returned continuously mineralized intervals ranging from 82.5 meters to 539.5 meters and downhole length. Initial drill results from various other targets and projects encountered anomalous gold mineralization. Results for an additional 19 holes for just under 8,000 meters at Valley and 12 holes for 4,500 meters at other targets are pending. Highlights today included 539.4 meters grading 1.2 grams per ton gold from surface and hole 49 including 151.5 meters, grading 2.41 grams per ton gold. 
Snowline Gold trades on the Venture Exchange with SGD and on the OTCQB with SNWGF. Foreign Mining reported additional asset results from ongoing drilling at the McElvina Bay Complex in Saskatchewan. Drilling has confirmed multiple wide zones of mineralization at Tesla and demonstrated continuity between Tesla and McElvina Bay in a newly discovered bridge zone. Highlights included 44 meters, grading 1.08% copper, 5% zinc, 32.3 grams per ton silver, and 0.39 grams per ton gold for a 2.88% copper equivalent. Also included 21.1 meters, grading 4% copper equivalent. This coming from hole 12. Tesla mineralization has been defined along 750 meter strike and remains open in all directions. The 2023 Regional Exploration Program is now underway, including helicopter-supported drilling of geophysical and geotechnical targets in close proximity to the McElvina Bay complex. Foreign mining trades on the TSX with FOM and on the OTCQX with FMCXF. Faraday Copper announced the results of gold assays from the Charles Aldwinkel Breccia at the Copper Creek Project in Arizona. The company analyzed archived material, which was not previously assayed for gold. The results supported the company's belief that there is payable gold at the project with near-surface gold mineralization in the resource pit shell with potential to be a gold byproduct. The study returned 743 new gold assay results in addition to 120 historical gold results with highlights of 219.5 meters at 3.29% copper and 0.31 grams per ton gold in hole 5R, a weighted average of 0.16 grams per ton gold and 1.5% copper is calculated for mineralized intercepts for which gold analytical data is available. Historical metallurgical test work suggests high gold recoveries in the copper concentrate. The company has initiated a metallurgical program to confirm gold recoveries. Phase 3 drill program is expected to commence this month to expand the resource estimate as well. Faraday Copper trades on the TSX with FDY and on the OTCQX with CPPKF. Paramount Gold Nevada's Grassy Mountain Gold Project reached a key milestone. The company announced that the State of Oregon's Technical Review Team, which is comprised of the agencies involved in the Chemical Process Mining Program, has determined that Paramount's consolidated permit application for Grassy Mountain is complete. State agencies are now expected to start permit writing for the high-grade gold and silver mine. The decision was unanimously approved by the technical review team at a public meeting. The company noted that this is the first mining project in Oregon to receive this key approval. Paramount Gold Nevada trades on the NYSE American with PZG. And we've started seeing production numbers trickle in this week. Today, Orzone reported gold production of 30,726 ounces in Q3. That's about 5,000 ounces less than Q2, but the company says they remain on track to reach their guidance by end of year. Fortuna Silver produced 94,821 ounces of gold and 1.7 million ounces of silver this past quarter. 
gold production was mainly driven by Seguela, contributing 31.5,000 ounces during its first full quarter of production. And New Gold says they are on track to meet their annual production guidance after producing 11,204 gold equivalent ounces in the quarter. All right, that's a wrap here on the morning briefing, not only today, but for the week. But we will be back later today with more corporate updates and then tomorrow's long-form episode. The Mining Stock Daily Morning Briefing is produced by Clear Commodity Network and Investment Research Dynamics Mining Stock Journal. It is distributed throughout the world through your podcast network of choice and by our friends over at the Junior Mining Network. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Be well. The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decisions.